This segment of the show is brought to you by the PGA Tour Superstore. See why golfers everywhere are proud to call PGA Tour Superstore their golf pro shop. Visit them online at pgasuperstore.com. Now, back to you, Chris. All right, now joining me on the French Lick Resort guest line is Dave Windsor. Dave is a Class A PGA professional and the director of Adaptive Golf for the Georgia State Golf Association. He is considered one of the country's foremost experts in teaching adaptive golf, assisting those with physical, cognitive, and or sensory impairments to learn to learn to play golf while enhancing the quality of their lives. Dave has been coaching and coordinating multiple adaptive golf clinics on a weekly basis since 2000, introducing or reintroducing the game as a means of therapy and accelerating recovery. Dave founded the Adaptive Golf Academy in 2006, training fellow PGA and LPGA professionals therapists, and other coaches across the country to become adaptive golf coaches to help make an impact on others in their communities. He is a seven-time PGA Section Award recipient across both North Florida and Georgia PGA sections, including Teacher of the Year and a PGA Patriot Award winner. Dave became the National PGA of America Patriot Award recipient in 2015 for his dedication and personification of patriotism through the game, and I'm very honored he is with me tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Dave, thanks for coming on the show. Chris, thank you very much. It's my pleasure. Dave, as you know, our show goes out over the Armed Forces Radio Network, and you're doing such great work helping our veterans and wounded service members, either getting them into golf for the first time or relearning the game of golf. What made you want to get involved in adaptive golf? Well, it sure didn't take very long. I was just uh, living the dream, uh, you know, first year as a, as a PGA member, as a club professional down in, in Sarasota, Florida, uh, just an hour south of um, the well-known McDill Air Force Base. Um, just had a physical therapist uh, come into the golf shop one day and introduce, um, you know, a, a program that he had um, established in Florida, and that's just bringing out uh, folks from, from different walks of life. Either they were uh, in an accident where they uh, maybe had a, a spine injury, um, you know, loss of limb, uh, brain injury, uh, what we refer to as, uh, say, a TBI. Uh, a lot of stroke survivors were coming through the uh, rehabilitation, and he was uh, just uh, applying the game of golf uh, and all the different skill sets that it brings to light uh, for these folks to get back uh, into the fabric of society. Dave, expand upon that a little bit. Talk about some of the injuries that your students have been able to overcome to either learn or relearn the game of golf. There, there's such a, such a wide spectrum. It's uh, so vast. So, uh, you know, to give you an example of first, uh, first and foremost, uh, you know, if you uh, get, uh, you know, and all of us know someone that, uh, you know, has uh, maybe had a circumstance take place. Uh, but just one interesting fact is, uh, you know, every, uh, every 40 seconds in the United States, uh, someone suffers a stroke. And a lot of stroke survivors are a big part of our program. And uh, then they're sort of through all these different rehabilitation centers. And really there's, you know, it's, just, it's such a pleasure and it's such, a, I guess, a, a breath of fresh air for the therapist to see that they have a program that they can refer they're recovering patients too. That's one, and, and the and the progress from someone that uh, maybe would if we can uh, you know get to a chance to meet them in their early intervention, and uh, and if I if I bring you know just as, as an example the well known Shepherd Center in Atlanta, 
it is really maybe a week after a catastrophic uh, injury, they want them up and moving and working on their balance and, and, and going through range of motion as quickly as possible. And to see someone at that early stage and then be able to have them participate, whether it be weekly, monthly, over the course of months or a couple of years, they are up out of their wheelchairs, um, you know, with initial diagnosis of, hey, uh, you may or may not ever walk again. And to have them out there walking nine holes, uh, playing next to you and, and, uh, just, just to see them light up, uh, that is the story to be told. And, and that could be happening more and more across the nation. And Dave, let's expand upon that because you've been involved with the Shepherd Center Clinic here in town. You've hosted some of the patients at the Charlie Yates Golf Club. Talk about some of the events that you've been involved with in conjunction with the Shepherd Center. Yes, uh, just as a recent of uh, today, uh, down at the Charlie Yates Golf Course, uh, really close to uh, East Lake, where all the activity is happening this week. Uh, what we uh, partner with the Shepherd Center with is for their health and wellness clinics. And so what we do is we provide uh, some trained coaches, um, which I'd like to talk to you about, uh, opportunity for, for folks to, to learn more and become uh, trained volunteers with us. But we bring resources such as trained volunteers that um, really give a, a good understanding of, of helping someone, whether they're in a, a seated position, a wheelchair, a power chair, maybe they're just starting to uh, to get a, into an upright position at that time. And uh, and then we have some uh, some unique equipment to help some folks. So whether it be the, the right kind of gloves, the right kind of clubs, um, the um, paragolf or golf cart, which is a unit that can stand someone upright, we had the solar rider golf car, and so just depends on that person's impairment. Um, we were going to match them up with the right equipment uh, and get them the resources to play. So that is one way that we're able to uh, help uh, and partner with Shepherd Center therapists and enhance the the skill and uh, and really give the resources to community life again after they leave the four walls of the hospital, and that's. Uh, you know, that's just been one of the most exciting things to partner with groups like that, to partner with, say, the, the veteran clinics, to partner with Blaze Sports, to partner with the Center for Visually Impaired. Um, so throughout the year, uh, we'll do some things with Shepherd and, uh, with during inclement weather season, we're inside their gymnasium where we transform half of their gymnasium into a, uh, a makeshift golf center from putting, chipping to full swing. Uh, just trying to encourage and inspire those um, that there is there is life beyond those four walls. And Dave, one of the great things is the level of enthusiasm that I hear in your voice. It's got to fill you with a lot of satisfaction seeing the impact that your program is having. What are some of the you know special moments that have really warmed your heart? Well, we definitely have to have you out. You have to really uh, see this, and you know it's it's just downright contagious. And, uh, and it, even between the participants, we may have, uh, say half a dozen wheelchair golfers coming out to our clinic. And we might have just a couple of our, of our single rider carts available. And, you know, one of our volunteers might ask, all right, who's next? And they're all going to point to the person next to them. Hey, you know, Joe needs to go. Oh, it's Marcus's turn. And so they're always encouraging each other. They always want to see the next person, uh, really succeed. And, you know, just some of the, one of the moments, you know, out of all that is, is to, to shake hands with, with a blind golfer 
whether it be a junior or um, an adult, who may or may not have ever played golf before, you know, before their uh, an injury, and uh, just to walk them through the steps and allow them to feel the golf club, the sensory of the grip, uh, the 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 weight of the club head, uh, understanding, you know, the squareness or getting that club face to be square. And, uh, and to and be on the right track and help guide that person through, uh, and giving them step by step. And then to, to get the ball right where that swing is consistently going through. And, uh, you know, just to watch them. And you can hear it. You know, those of us that play, you know, you can hear that they peered it. They get the feel of it too. And to watch it go and to, to be their eyes, uh, to watch them perform. That is, that is extremely gratifying. I don't know how much you're aware of the listeners, but Blind Golf has been in existence for uh, for over 75 years, and they just celebrated the 73rd United States Blind Golf Championship outside of Nashville last month. Wow, that's awesome. And Dave, to take that one step further, what about stories you've heard from participants or their families regarding the impact your program is having on their quality of life? Because beyond the golf course, I got to imagine that this is instilling a level of confidence in them, even when they're not playing golf. Absolutely. Um, you know, the biggest thing is is a change in, in mindset and the outlook. And, um, you know, there really isn't anything stronger than the sense of hope and to, to provide someone that, again, um, whether it be through um, self-performance, uh, you know, for proving it to themselves, being around a new uh, that social environment again. But if you know, if any of us have, have had and known someone that has, uh, you know, maybe gone through a little little change in a, of identity, more or less, you know, physically, you know, mentally, you know, sensory impairments. You know that 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 can really you know put that person, your family member, into a, a pretty dark place of depression. Um, that anxiety sets in and you know what a lot of times they will retract and they'll they'll just you know try to avoid society and to be able to break them out of their shell in order to get them around an environment like we uh, feel like we create the testimonials from spouses um from their kin uh you know it can it, it you just don't know how much you know this activity of being around the game of golf can can really impact someone's life and it uh you know, it could just be a simple outing uh, to get them out, and it's just a, it just breaks them out of there. It's just a full embodiment of mental toughness, and it just helps the you know those blocks for that individual. Dave, how many rehab facilities are there around the state of Georgia and really across the country that have programs like the one you've put together? Hey, thanks for asking that question. With uh, you know, being uh, the currently the only state golf association that has encompassed. A uh, an adaptive golf program. Here we are in the in the great state of Georgia. It's the Georgia State Golf Association that uh, three years ago had um, you know vowed to create the model here in Georgia through all of its uh, cities and partnering with those rehabs. So here in Atlanta, you know everyone from say the the Shepherd Center, the VA, uh, from say Northside Hospital, the groups from Emory. Um, you know I'm probably missing a few here and there. Um, could be the chiropractic clinics, um, you know, any of those. There isn't anyone that uh, that really wouldn't align with. Uh, down in Augusta, we have a program uh, bi-monthly as well, every first and, and third Wednesday. And of course, they have two VAs down there, and it's the uh, it's the whole um, say regional uh, spinal cord uh, treatment uh, facility down there. 
uh, as well as Doctors Hospital, again, for civilians. So a lot of stroke survivors are there, uh, all the way down to Savannah, where we're every first um, Saturday of the month. For those on the military network, that's at the Hunter Army Golf Course every first Saturday. Uh, and then recently we launched uh, Valdosta uh, in conjunction with uh, some of our ties with Moody Air Force Base. And right there you have the South Georgia Medical Center. Uh, so it really goes on uh, wherever these these locations. And uh, we definitely want to partner with those. So if there's anyone linked in with physical therapists, occupational therapists, um, definitely. Uh, you know, they could help be, um, you know, the fire starter for, for a new program in, in their community. To that end, Dave, are there other facilities reaching out to you to try to start something similar in their areas? Absolutely. Um, although, you know, we're the most unique because we're, um, you know, we're powered by a state golf association. Um, there are others. Uh, I mean, almost every state is going to have some linkage of adaptive golf. Um, referring just to the south of us in Florida. Um, the program that I was involved with, that has uh, sustained a weekly program down in Sarasota, Florida. Um, then up the road in Tampa, they're celebrating 11 years in conjunction with, uh, with the Tampa Veterans Hospital. And that's been a weekly program falling on the 11th year um, and two Fridays. There's been some, you know, extensions to that with, um, you know, say Tarpon Springs and around the Tampa area. Um, you know, Orlando has a group. There's... Um, one resource where you can find many of these um, in one place, and that is our United States Adaptive Golf Alliance, and that is the USAGA.org, and that lists over 30 organizations under this umbrella that we're all working together as one voice. We all have a, a common theme of, of enhancing lives through the game of golf. Uh, some focus on military, like our uh, my friend uh, Steve Greiner uh, up in the D.C. area former uh, golf professional at Fort Belvoir, and he has links to freedom, so he's very active all around uh, the D.C. area, uh, all the way up here to New England. You know, Bob Beach, uh, another, and both of these guys are fellow PGA professionals and, and National Patriot Award recipients, and, uh, you know, they're doing their thing in their community, and the list could go on. So, Dave, for our listeners who need help or, or there's a family member who knows somebody who needs help or has a friend who needs help, how can they get in touch with you and follow you either online or over social media? You know, we're, we're very fortunate to have um, a gentleman with us. And, you know, he, he contacted me the, the week that I moved to Georgia in 2015. And um, he not only uh, here is a, is a Georgia resident who is, um, you know, hands-on with our volunteer base and, you know, a big part of our recruitment, but is probably the most well-versed and in tune with where there's a program and where we can get people linked in, whether it be military base, whether it be civilian, uh, junior to adult. Um, and he is our outreach leader for both the Georgia State Golf Association as well as United States Adaptive Golf Alliance. And so if you, um, the best way is to just to seek our GSGA website. And that's right here, our home at Georgia State Golf Association. And uh, we're really trying to, to be the, the rock, the foundation for, for others to begin. And on that homepage of gsga.org, just simply scroll down to the bottom, you'll see the adaptive golf program. There's a short video to give a little overview and lead you to the page where you can find um, Mr. Bob Thibodeau and myself, David Windsor. Um, emails are there, phone numbers, and we'd be, we'd be more than happy to 
to help someone find a location. And Dave, for the folks that want to get involved and want to volunteer, how can they get in touch with you so that they can find out more information and do get involved? Yeah, they can definitely uh, get in touch with us the same way. Our next uh, coach training uh, program is a workshop, and it's a seven-hour program. It takes pole indoors, do a lot of PowerPoint, a lot of video, um, a lot of uh, thinking outside the box. And then we do some self-adaptation. Uh, so a coach, a volunteer, uh, you know, we may have them experiment, hitting some balls from a seated position, one-handed. Uh, we have a prosthetic um, leg uh, prop. And, uh, where, you know, they get a little self-adaptation, they get a little feel for, uh, you know, uh, some of those, uh, so swing skills and balance, test of balance. And it really just gives them more confidence, a comfort level. So when they do meet someone, um, you know, they're, they're going to just be more comfortable and, and getting on the same page with them and help them enhance their lives. So they can also reach, um, and ask that inquiry through our website. Well, Dave, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your night to come and be a part of the show and share all of this information with us. I hope you'll come back and join me again sometime because this work is absolutely outstanding. Please come back, update us, and let us know how things are going. Really enjoyed having you as part of the show tonight. Well, it's my pleasure. I really, really um, appreciate that opportunity to, to put that word out there. Uh, being involved in the adaptive golf arena for uh, for 20 years now, uh, you know, you just happen to meet you know, the greatest people, uh, you see their comeback stories and we're, uh, we're always just encouraging others to, uh, to pick up a golf club and, and, um, start writing their next chapter in recovery. So really appreciate it. Absolutely. Dave, thank you again for your time tonight. I hope you'll come back and join us again soon in between now and then all the best to you and your family. Thank you so much. That is David Windsor. And again, check out all the great things that they're doing online at usaga.org and gsga.org.